Welcome to the Inspirational Educators Podcast. My name is Nancy McHill, a lifelong educator helping teachers reach all learners through simple yet effective and proven teaching strategies that you can implement in your classroom. These strategies and tips will engage, teach, and motivate your students. You're here for a purpose, and what could be better than supporting each other while we support our students? So sit back, relax, and come along this journey with me while we strive to reach all of our learners and make a difference every day. Hey there, I am so happy to be back with you. I have been gone out of the country for about three weeks and just still kind of adjusting, getting over jet lag and unpacking and getting situated back into real life, the routine. And so I've been gone for a minute, but I'm very happy to be back here with you. And so if you didn't hear my last episode, I announced that I was going to Egypt for three weeks and it was an incredible, amazing trip. Definitely one for the books and really, really adventurous and just wholesome. It was really, really great. Um, And I just wanted to offer that if anyone wanted me to kind of give a recap on the trip and the things that we did, what we saw and uh, how it went and, you know, traveling uh, halfway around the world to uh, with three kids and and that whole thing. Um, I'd be happy to do an episode about that. Just let me know if that's something that would interest you. Um, I, I would love to share my, my trip with you guys. Um, so I hope that all of you are having a great summer, whether it be going on a trip or relaxing or just laying low, whatever it might be. I I hope you're enjoying your time. Today I'll be talking about how we can teach our students to think, to truly think, right? Like when we think about teaching, we think about teaching them, right? Like how can we convey this information for our students to learn? But we really should focus on having them think. How can we teach our students to think? Because that is a skill in itself, right? Like anybody can sit and listen to information being given to them, or even if we do all the hands-on and all of the really interactive and engaging practices with our students, we it's another skill to have them learn how to think. So teaching our students how to think means for them to come up with answers on their own or thinking for themselves or coming up with creative solutions. That is what it means for students to think on their own. So many times, I'm sure we've all gone through this, where students ask us questions whether it be questions that you think they may or may not know, like even if they should know it, but they're still asking you. The idea of students thinking on their own is that they can answer those kinds of questions for themselves. Now, obviously, if there are questions based on facts 
and they've never heard about it before, then, and you know the answer, like you can share it with them. But even taking it a step further where if you have the time where they can research the question, that's more effective than you just telling them because they are learning to be resourceful and how to research information to get the answers that they need. And by them learning it on their own, they're more likely to remember the information rather than if you just told them, right? Now, we're not, I'm not saying let's make our students suffer and never answer any of their questions. Obviously, that's not practical. That's not feasible. And us answering questions is a way to connect with our students. So that it's, I'm not saying eliminate it. What I'm saying is if you, if, if we can attempt to help our students think and be resourceful, even if it's one step further than what we are already doing, then our students will increase in the skills to how to think, okay? Albert Einstein once said, education is not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. So what I mean by this is we teach our kids the process of thinking, the process of coming up with their own answers, as opposed to us just feeding them the information. So when we encourage them to search for the answer or think of the answer on their own or to think outside of the box instead of telling them what to think, that is all helping them increase the skills, the the critical thinking skills for themselves. On a personal note, even for myself as an adult, as a grown adult, I will have a question, right? Or like, I need to learn a skill or whatever it might be. And I'll just jump on the internet and start searching, okay? Now, that's definitely being resourceful and using the tools that I have around me to find the answer that I need. But sometimes the answer is within me. And I'm not trying to get all woo-woo here, but what I mean by this is when I have something that I need to learn or, or something that I need to figure out or, um, you know, a lot of like for me right now, I guess my big learning curve is growing a business. Okay. So if I think, how can I get, like, let's say I want to find out how can I get more clients? Okay. I can Google that. Okay, I can go on and Google it. I can use ChatGPT. I can do all those things. I can research. I can ask people. I, I've had business coaches. I've talked with them. I can do all those things. By this time, I have gained enough knowledge and information that I can just, before I do all of that, sit down for maybe like five, 10 minutes and brainstorm anything that comes to my mind automatically because the answers are within me. Like I've, over the years, I've compiled so much information. I've learned so much. And by now, I could sit down and I can just answer this question first to myself, write down anything that comes to mind, even if I've never heard it before, kind of just kind of using like common sense and 
come up with a list on my own. So instead of jumping on and searching, I can sit down and think about it and it'll be customized to me. I can think about, okay, how can I get more clients? I can reach out to more principals. I can attend principal luncheons. I can go to conferences. Like I'll make my own list. And then if I need more answers, I can go online and get those answers. That they're, That's always there. So what I'm saying is for kids, when they are, then they have a question, like how can I do so-and-so or how, or, or what does this mean or, or whatever it might be, if you have the time and if they have the time, like in the class day, or even you can, you know, give it to them as something to do at home, encourage them to sit down and reflect and see if they can come up with the answer on their own. Because if if it's, especially if it's something like a how to do something, they can definitely think about it on their own. And then from there, use resources that they have to increase in their knowledge and their skills. So this is a vital component for students for their future. Because again, on I, I like I, I say I say personal stories because I think I hope it's relatable and um, you know I, I just want to paint the picture. So I'm not trying to talk about myself, but I just want to uh, you know make sure that I'm being as clear as I can and giving good examples. But again, on a personal note, growing up, and this is why I'm so passionate about making sure that students understand information that we're teaching them. Growing up, I didn't have that kind of education, okay? I grew up where we read out of the textbook. I remember so vividly just sitting hunched over in one of my elementary classrooms, maybe it was like third, fourth, fifth grade, and I'm just reading, and I'm sure we've done it in all those grades, (laughs) where I'm just reading the textbook, and it's popcorn reading, and I'm waiting for my turn, so I'm like reading ahead to make sure that I know all the words in that paragraph, and I am waiting for my turn, so I have no idea what anyone else is reading about. I I don't even know the topic because I'm just focused on what I'm about to read. And then I read it, and then that's it. And then we answer questions from that chapter. And that's how I was taught for a lot of my education. Now, of course, we we did some things, and I remember some things that were valuable. It, not, you know, my whole education was not shot. I'm not saying that. I was. I'm just saying that the majority of my education was not like taught to me in a way where it was so memorable or impactful or like I remembered the information. And I, I say this because, you know, as an adult, when I became, and, and I always loved school. I loved school in general. I loved going. I loved helping the teacher. I loved being at school. But as an adult, I had to, when I became a teacher and I realized I have to teach all these subjects since I'm in, you know, teaching elementary, I had to teach myself um, how history, like I didn't. 
I, I grew up hated social studies and history. I was like, what's the point? Um, don't remember anything, but I, I taught myself and now I love history. I think it's fascinating. So that is why I'm so passionate about making sure our kids understand what they're learning. Now, why is it so important for kids to think for themselves now and teach them those skills? Because those are skills that they should learn is because it will help them be more resourceful as adults, stand out more. It will help them think creatively and help them in their future careers and their future lives. Many times on my son, my own son will ask me questions and he will even get frustrated if I don't answer it right away, but I will help him figure out how to answer the question. I will help him look for the answers. I'll help him think about it. Like if they, like if my kids ask me a question that I think they probably should know, like, what do you think about it? Or what do you think the answer is? And so doing that with our own students will definitely help them think on their own. So how to help start teaching our students how to think. So definitely do the teacher things like teach the information, do the lessons, do the activities. But when a student comes up to you and asks you a question that you think they could probably figure out on their own or research on their own, ask them the question, what do you think? How do you think you can go about it? Okay. Asking that question alone will revert it back to them and you'll see the wheels turning in their head. And if they're like, I don't know, you know, okay, well, what do you know about this topic? What do we know about this structure that you're building and how can we make it better? Don't, don't give in right away. You know, you'll have to scaffold them. You might have to hold their hand a lot more in the beginning, but then after time, it will all click for them. Doing STEAM activities with them will definitely help them increase in their thinking skills because there's a lot of problem solving in there. They have to figure some, you know, figure out a solution for something or build something. So that will in itself allow them to think a lot on their own. Doing things like project-based learning will help them because the whole premise of project-based learning is how to solve a problem, a real-world problem. Um, doing things like implementing um, thinking classrooms. I have a whole episode on that. I can link it in the show notes, but doing things like that where they are given a certain number of math problems and they have to figure out how to do it themselves, okay? So those kinds of things will allow students to build their thinking skills, get them involved, build their confidence, and really just set them up as adults to, in order to be resourceful adults that are leaders that are confident in themselves. Even if they don't know the answer, they know they can figure it out. And the last thing I want to say is to work on growth mindset with them. 
Encouraging our students to think in a positive, open-minded way rather than a fixed, closed mindset. The whole idea about growth mindset is how can I or um, what can we do to, to fix it or you know, even just thinking in a positive way, this is possible will open the doors rather than saying it's not possible, right? Right. When you say that it's not possible, then that just shuts the door and you move on. But if there is something that needs to be done or you want to do it and you say it is possible, I will figure out a way. What are the ways that's opening the door? And again, helping them build their confidence and their skills for being resourceful. So the main ways to help our students, just a quick, just a quick, just a quick recap of the main ways to help our students think critically is to ask them questions like, what do you think? How do you think we can fix this? Or what can we do to improve? Implementing STEAM activities, project-based learning, thinking classrooms, ways and methods of teaching in order to help them think. And the last thing is to implement growth mindset and really push that in your classroom. I once watched a clip of a TED talk with Angela Lee Duckworth. And after studying all types of students in different situations, such as kids in military schools, spelling bees, different socioeconomic situations, the one thing they found in students succeeding was grit. The passion and perseverance of completing and accomplishing a task. And that definitely comes with students being self-starters, students thinking on their own. And if they're wanting to do something, they will accomplish it. And I just want to end with this quote, sometimes the most brilliant and intelligent students do not shine on standardized tests because they don't have standardized minds. And this is by Diane Ravitch. And it just makes sense that students that think in a different way, that think for themselves, that are maybe more tenacious or, or, or those kinds of things, they are, they don't have standardized minds and we don't, we shouldn't want our kids to have standardized minds. We should want them to think differently. We should want them to think on their own. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a couple of minutes to review the podcast, maybe give it a five-star rating just so we can reach more people and get more people that I can chat with that we can learn from, right? So I would appreciate this so much. It would definitely be for the greater good for all of us. And thank you so much for joining me today. And I will talk to you next week.